everybody, and welcome to another installment of This Week in Marvel. I am Marvel.com editor Ben Morse, looking diagonally, longingly across the table to... Blake Garris, who we both have the pleasure of speaking with... Jake McDormand. All right, you have, I, I, we've given you a tour. Yeah. Yes. I, gotta, I never told you this. You <laughs> you work on shows with all my celebrity crushes. Really? Yeah. Oh, did you watch Shameless? Shameless, Amy yeah. Rossum, Natasha Leggero. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your, your life's pretty awesome. <laughs> um, well, y- yeah. I mean, it's, uh, they're, they're all very, you know what's crazy about Natasha, especially that show, actually just, What's crazy about me doing that show? At first, it was a pilot for NBC, and I was cast as. Did you watch? Did you actually watch that show? A little bit. A little so, bit. Yeah. Okay. On the first episode, it's based on Chelsea Handler's book, mm-hmm. and there's a, a chapter in the book where she meets this guy who has just like carrot top red hair, yeah. like just just wild crazy red hair and red red chest hair. Uh, I think her line was it looked like like his pubes looked like Easter grass <laughs> or something. That would be a Chelsea Handler. Thing, <laughs> and yeah. that that's what I got. I got cast as that because I know <laughs> I did. I got because nice. I had known Laura Prepon who was playing the Chelsea character on the show. I had okay. known her just outside of you know just being actors and stuff for years. And she was like, "There's this really funny part. Yeah. Like we're gonna put you in a wig and we're gonna hook up and it's gonna be hilarious. And will you do it?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> so we shot the whole pilot. With me as this redhead guy, yeah. very small part, you know. Just a wig, though. You didn't. A wig? Die? No, God, right, no, right. no. But it was, it was, it was a wig. There was chest hair, and that was yeah. one of the notes that they had to tone the chest hair down. Yeah. Because it was it's really, to get. it was intense. <laughs> it was intense. Like it was coming off on our clothes, and just yeah. it was, it was a lot, and getting stuck in your zippers and all that stuff. So I shot that way, and then the pilot got picked up, and they went through this huge recasting, and uh, and combined a couple of characters into one. And then uh, recast a couple of the, the characters. And I got recast as the bartender. Mm-hmm. And then in the first episode, they were like, we love Natasha Leggero. Um, we're just going to put her in the show. We're going to find a way to put her in the show. That's crazy. And uh, I had never met her or anything. And um, they're like, and she's going to be Rick's ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And then I met her and was like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. What, you're you're based in LA, right? I am, yeah. What are you doing in town right now? I'm shooting a pilot right now for ABC. Wow, all right. Yeah, it's untitled at the moment. It's um, created by Jeff Lowell, so I guess the the working title is the untitled Jeff Lowell project. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we all, all the cast wanted to get matching tattoos, yeah. but I'm like, it's just gonna say untitled. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I'm doing that here, and if the sh- if the show gets picked up and goes to series, we'll shoot it in New York, which would be great. Oh, very um, cool. I've always wanted to live in New York. So what brought you here to Marvel today? Uh, I love comics. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I do. I, and I, like we were saying, I'm a little like, I, I, I'm weary of, of saying that. Right. You know, because... Which I think is ridiculous. Well, I, I do understand it. Like, yeah. we're, like we were talking about, like, you know, some people have donated a lot of time yeah. to understanding and knowing this universe and being fluent in everything that happens and, yeah. and made some serious sacrifices hey, for that if, knowledge. If you have any yeah. level of interest, though, you should be, you should be excited, you should be encouraged, you I should agree. be back in. Um, and I am encouraged, and I'm very excited. And I don't know why we're having this interview in this room and not the Thor room. I was wondering, I was wondering how long it would take. This is the green room? Is this the Hulk room? There's a giant green wall. No, there is an actual Hulk room. There is. Did he not show you the Hulk room? Some people are in a meeting. We'll see it. No, this is this is Marvel.com HQ. This is where they stick us with a bunch of cardboard boxes (laughs) and (laughs) one giant green wall. Uh, No, there's there's a little one back there. 
That's a, okay. So that's a green pillar. So there's two. Each yeah. each end of the room is is completely green. What is that to superimpose you guys in front of whatever? I think that was the theory. Yeah. I don't know if we ever actually we're, we use, do it, it do we use it for that yeah. to have this interview in space. No, yeah. <laughs> this is good though because I feel like we've never gone in depth on the podcast describing our space. It's been oh, yeah. brought up. <laughs> it's been brought up, but we never actually walked through like this there's like boxes like. that yep. have yet to be unpacked. It this looks like you guys good, yeah. just moved here. Yeah. <laughs> or somebody. <laughs> or or somebody at Marvel really. It was like I made it at Marvel. I'm moving all these yeah. comics from my mom's basement <laughs> to this one storage closet where we'll hold our online interviews. We have, yeah. We've had people come in and be like, "I thought you guys had money." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the rest of the office is immaculate. Perfect. Yeah, it looks great. Way to turn it back around. Yeah. So, who are some of your uh, favorite characters? Um, growing up, I really enjoyed uh, the Uncanny X Men, right. and I was a huge fan of watching the cartoon series. In the say, 90s. You mentioned that earlier. Yeah, yeah definitely. And the X Men were always uh, really cool because you know they all. I, I thought it was. I mean, there was such a political aspect to that, and society's mm-hmm. reaction to mm-hmm. mutants. And then I, I also liked um, kind of the tribe that follows Magneto to be like this yeah. is the next step in evolution. Yeah. I always thought that. I mean, to be honest, when I was watching the show, I was probably much more involved in just the fact that adamantium yeah. claws come out of people's hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's a process. You get there, right? Yeah. And then you're like, wow, this is such a. This has such a kind of uh, profound message about yeah. you know um, uh, prejudice and, and segregation and all yeah. this stuff. But I liked that um, most of the uh, heroes in that in that realm all had. Uh, their superpowers were burdens, which is true mm-hmm. for a lot of superheroes, I guess. But but especially then, it was like you know they were outcasts and found kind of their their people in the uh, you know Xavier School. And I always thought that that was rad. You know, to meet people that were also different and then realize you know your difference can yeah. make a difference was was rad. Yeah, yeah. Was there anyone who stood out from you from the cartoon or from the comics? When I grew up, I was I was on the Wolverine train for hey, sure. Yeah. Right. But I also really liked Nightcrawler. Uh, I used to I used yeah. to close my eyes and furiously try to imagine just being about five feet away from where I was. Uh, like if I could imagine the space, I yeah. really thought I could maybe do. Never that. worked. No, it never worked. Oh. No, it just, I it, just it was really stra- I would have walked and fooled was, myself <laughs> with your eyes closed, yeah. bumping into things. <laughs> yes, um, I, it was really. Uh, I tried though. I mean, like, like, like hell, I tried. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was exhausting. Yeah. It was probably. I was. It was probably more of a Jean Grey experience. Yeah. Just focusing my mental, all, everything in my brain, to being yeah. in my living room instead freaking of freaking out and lighting everything on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea I had this yeah. other power. I'm trying to Whoops. teleport while buildings are crashing down. Yeah. Uh, so those two are great. As I've gotten older, Magneto's probably the coolest. Oh, cool. With the best power. Yeah. I think he has the best power. I just think it's so rad. I agree with that. Especially in the ta- like a tangible physical yeah. realm. Just I mean, like he's he could just 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 destroy Wolverine and he's, and he's oh yeah and has yeah yeah exactly. yeah. To me, it's always when I think about mutant powers, I'm always like, all right, what's cool, but also what's a good practical. Yeah. Use thing like I think about teleporting. Right. Just get me places. Right. Quickly. But Magneto can fly because yeah. of the, you know, the, yeah. That's the beauty of it. You can, you, you got a lot of things. Magneto's a smart choice. And it I is. for this because you can fly, you can do anything with metal, which I feel is just mm-hmm. incredibly helpful, mm-hmm. both in fights, but also just, you Also know. back in time. Like, like yeah. if it, metal, like lead bullets and then swords and yeah. it, you can just, you're, you're, yeah. You're and, gold. Until we get to like laser guns made out of plastic. Yeah. <laughs> or if like you're setting the table. Silverware, right, exactly. Easy. That's so. That's so nice of you. Exactly. You went right? with the manners. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Magneto the... was such a gentleman. He went to Cotillion, and then what happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you bring up uh, what you were telling me earlier about the what you did with X Men? Um, yeah, I made a. I God, I haven't seen it in so long. It was with all my X Men action yeah. figures. Okay, I did a. 
There's one summer where me and my uh, best friend growing up um, watched this like stop and start, stop and start motion video that okay. his cousin had done. Right. And uh, we were like, that's the coolest thing we've ever seen. Yeah. And I had a whole, I had a bunch of Star Wars action figures and I had a bunch of X Men action figures. And together we made, I think, a feature length. Feature length. <laughs> Holy crap. Was, I mean, look, look, it's either feature length or it fucking feels like it is. <laughs> because it's like watching like something that like a bunch of 12 year olds think is riveting, but is really poorly done stop and start information for like 40 minutes. Did you? So, like, so wait, you stopped and started the camera? Yeah. At, oh, yes. You literally, uh, you know, record, stop recording just about yeah. one. Just deet, run off. And yeah. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, we got better as because we shot it all in chronological order. Because we had, we had all all the locations we needed. Yeah, we had all the time in the world to shoot this yeah. over the summer vacation. Um, oh. So we, yeah, we made a full, full forty minute, I think, uh, idea that we called it was Terminator Three, <laughs> which was just basically the plots of the first Terminator and second Terminator nice. thrown together. <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, that was that was I was I loved action figures. In fact, I I feel like I owe it to my childhood self in a mm-hmm. way to because I always planned on this back then. Now I, you know, want a wife and family and kids and stuff, and it's a little bit more important than having my like action figure wing of my house. But that's you know that's I had so many I had I had so many Star Wars ones and and back then did you you know the the magazine issue Wizard? Yeah. Like I, I yeah I worked there. My friend oh did you yeah, yeah. my friend used to get those issues which back then was before the internet you know right. so if you there was a I new didn't act- work there back then yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow you were yeah right young employee thank you um, but you'd get those and they'd have like these you know limited edition action figures yep. that you'd have to go to like Comic Con which was just completely impossible yeah, from, yeah 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 at that age and it was way more um, you know underground yeah it seemed but uh, I'd collect as many co- as many action figures for uh, a few different things as I could. Yeah, when I when I uh, I was the same way as you because I grew up reading Wizard and I would see all the like exclusive comics and mm-hmm. action figures stuff like that. So one of the first things I did when I started working there mm. was go back to the warehouse and just see how much stuff literally from when I was a kid they still had and they had so much of it. Really, they took all of it. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, see, I was just limited to, like, how many times a day or week my mom would take me to Toys R Us. Right. You know? Uh, which is probably the worst way if you're oh. trying to collect. You was the, well, yeah, when you're a kid and you're trying to collect either comics or toys or whatever. And you're like, I have you 15 C-3PO's. Yeah. Like, I just want Han Solo and Stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I had a lot. And I didn't. I wasn't a big vehicles guy, though. I didn't I didn't have, Wrong like... with you. I just wanted the, the, the people. Yeah. And, uh... Vehicles just took up too much space. And well, and some people would. Expensive. I mean, there's like three three different versions of like action figure collectors that I've I've picked up on. Okay. There's there's the real collectors who are like grown men who mm-hmm. are like it's like collecting cards where right. it's got to be in mint condition, unopened. You know that that collect different like issues of the actual box and all that stuff. Which mm-hmm. I obviously at that age was like, no, I want to rip it open and play with. Yeah, it right, now. exactly. You know. <laughs> so then there's that. Then there's that that I was. It was just I want to get as many as I can so yep. I can play more. You know, and then there's the ones that would get the vehicles, get the like the sets, like get the like yeah. Dagobah system with yeah. like bubbling, uh, babbling brooks, yeah. and whatever water, and would set it up, yep, and then never touch it. Yeah, and I didn't get anything but to just buy it and play with it until it breaks. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah. That, was, that was kind of my thing. Yeah, we had some people that, like, we've had some celebrities buy that, like, li- literally will buy stuff and not even take it out of the shipping box. Really? Yeah. No way. There's a lot of people like What? That. Really? Yeah. So to, Crazy, to preserve right? it yeah. that yeah. much more? They just order it online, get shipped to them, and they put it away. Here, how about this? Cross, how about all the Star Wars action figures preserved in carbonite? That's a pretty uh, great idea. There you go. Expensive. Very expensive. That technology is not even know here where you yet. Can, I don't even know where you can get carbonite. You have to go to Cloud City. <laughs> yeah. Besman. You guys are nerds. Um, <laughs> I know. I told you. I was like, I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to fare when I get in there. And this is probably You're doing fine. You're doing fine. <laughs> Thank you. You're one of us. You, you, fit, in All right. more, you fit in more than Blake does. <laughs> it's Jack, man. I'm You're sorry. a um, Yeah. Do you, have any, do you still have any of the figures? Um, they, uh, in the process of making that movie... There were some violent scenes that that, <laughs> that ended them all. I, especially my the way I do anything frozen in carbonite, or even like since it was Terminator, you know the nitrous well not not nitrous oxide. What is it? it the freezing stuff. Yeah, yeah, what is he freezing with? Yeah, liquid nitrogen. Liquid, liquid nitrogen. nitrogen. Yeah. Come on, man. Uh, liquid nitrogen. <laughs> I would just take a Dixie cup. Um, fill it with water, put the action figure inside it, and freeze it. In the That's freezer. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so then it would be like, you know, frozen in this block of ice, and then, uh, you know, I, I think I'd smash it. Or... Does this movie still exist? Has yeah. it been preserved? It has. Is it on VHS? It is. Preserved? We actually you had, had so... Check this out. I know. And we had so much footage. <laughs> <laughs> really Extras. weird to call it that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we did. We even had a blooper reel, um, <laughs> and and so we put together we put together this uh, this this whole movie. Uh, we had all these like not eight mil. They were the little tapes. I don't think they they weren't eight millimeters. They're like the did I don't know what they were. Like one of those old cameras where the little tape pops yeah. up the side. Yeah, 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 I know. It was all analog. Okay. So we had all these tapes and we went through them because we made it over one summer, finished it up over the next summer because we had to go to school. Oh, wow, really? And we didn't go to the same school. My my neighbor and I. Oh, okay. So we had to like wait to get back, you know, to the story. And the second summer, and then so we finished filming. We finished product. We wrapped production, and uh, my wrap party. Yeah, exactly. It was really sad. It was me, him, and like a tea party of of action figures. Um, But uh, we went to this editing studio that my my mom or dad had found in the yellow pages, and you go, and they we they were able to just log everything, and and it it wasn't digital. It wasn't like it wasn't Final Cut or Adobe Premiere or Avid or anything like that. It was like these. You'd put the tape in. Oh, the two. Yeah, yeah, the two knobs. Slow it down frame with frame editing. Yeah, we were yeah we were linearly editing this movie and we did on VHS steps. So yes, it is floating around. I think um, it's somewhere. yeah. You put out a Criterion. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get yeah, it done. Totally. Yeah. That'd be great. Um, yeah, we'll see. I, I have it somewhere. Like every movie, me and my friends made when we were in kids or in college, we still keep track of like when is say the 20th anniversary because mm-hmm. we're always like in our heads we're like we'll do something with that for the 20th anniversary right, you know, right. unreleased <laughs> yeah. college for all movie the that we made yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> I think you should do the same yeah for this growing fan base yeah exactly it's for the fans you know. it's a cult favorite <laughs> yeah, that's what you right. call it exactly <laughs> have exactly. you done anything since now that you're you're older and are more into the craft have you created your own films or thought about um, again. <laughs> nice segue from my action figure movie. Yeah, I've seriously, definitely... that's like a that's a daunting task. For it a was, child. yeah. Look, um, the that uh, I went to an acting class when I was in Dallas that didn't just focus on um, you know learning uh, acting and scene study, but also because it, it was specifically for film acting, which you know can be very very different from uh, theater and stuff, and it's a lot more technical sometimes. Uh, so they also had a class that taught you know editing 
and working a camera and kind of all the technical equipment side of it to be like now you're well versed in the whole process of, of making movies so when I was there I learned how to um, edit um, on a computer like non-linear mm-hmm. okay. like um, and that was uh, that was invaluable to me I remember the my birthday long after I made that video I'm talking about we'd film like skits and stuff just to be funny mm. and um I asked for my birthday. I wanted Adobe Premiere to edit. It was, and it was all analog. You know, it wasn't like now where you can just you know wirelessly like render and yeah. upload all your source material. You yeah. had to like take RCA cables and plug them into this little yeah, box yeah, yeah. that then went into the computer. And I had to have like a, another television set. So I really yep. enjoyed editing, and it's absolutely something that I mean, like making a film. It's just so. I just feel like it's much more accessible now. Mm-hmm. You know, because the. The skits and stuff that we'd make just to make ourselves laugh or be funny or whatever, those are equivalent to YouTube videos or, or even Vines now. Right. You know, they wouldn't have to be such an ordeal. It wouldn't be such a weird thing because we were kind of like, me and my best friend in school were kind of the kids that made movies. Yeah. Like those nerdy, funny movie kids. Yeah. Or they think they're funny. <laughs> but, um, you know, so uh, so now it's just kind of everybody has this these basic knowledge of editing a video just... It comes with the territory of yeah. having a smartphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, get a, you get a phone and it just you just yeah. absorb it somehow. So actually, doing doing a film that um you know is is would be a real passion project. It would be a lot of fun. I mean, right now I'm just you know it's it it so happens that everything's working out um fairly well to focus on acting and do that. But in yeah. the future, absolutely, yeah, mm. I would definitely like to do that. Yeah. You know, hopefully, it'll be better than my stop and start. I don't know. I think we should all see this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Until we, until the world can. Change. I guarantee you, if <laughs> if if I get an opportunity to show that to a million people, I will. <laughs> <laughs> all right, segueing back from his segue mm-hmm. to what you were just talking about with the acting stuff. What can people see you on coming up? Uh, well, right plug, now, plug away. Yeah, all right, for sure. Uh, I've got. A, I, last year, I shot a couple of movies that will be um, that'll be premiering this year. Okay. Uh, one, oh, this is you get Max Landis who wrote Chronicle. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, he also just, I think he he just got a his script of Frankenstein is in production, mm-hmm. and um, and uh, also he wrote, wrote American Ultra. He wrote and directed. I think it's his directorial debut for a feature, a movie called Me Him Her. Yes. Yeah, and I'm in that. Okay, And cool. uh, that'll be coming out. Um, whatever. I'd love to tell you about it, but it's Max, and he's yeah. like, don't say a thing. <laughs> so, um, you know, when he gives the signal, we'll all start plugging away at that. But it'll come out this year, and cool. it's it's really awesome. I was really excited to be a part of it. And, and two, having him direct it is going to be a trip. Yeah. You know? Because he thinks pretty fantastically, yeah. and it was written pretty fantastically, and has a has a, you know, an air of kind of... Um, Extravagance that isn't grounded all the way in reality. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch. Nice. So there's that. And um, for video game fans, I did shoot a movie called, well, it might be a working title now too, but it was called The Operator. And mm-hmm. it was um, based on the Slender Man series. Hmm. Do you know about that game? It's a survival horror game. No. Um, so it's a, it's a film um, that should be coming out. Yeah. I don't we, know, it's, they're all independent, so you know, yeah. you got to just kind of wait and see when they're going to. All yeah. come together and premiere. Yeah, we didn't even get to video games on this because you talked to us about video games. I know. 20 minutes before we started. <laughs> I know, that's another show. We'll have, yeah, we'll have you back for Yeah, that. for sure, yeah. for sure. But yeah, you can watch that. And then, um, you know, if this this pilot, the untitled pilot, if this uh, yeah. picks up, then um, I think it should, we should start shooting the season over the summer. So be that'll awesome. be on ABC. Especially on ABC. It's, mm-hmm. part, of, it's part of our family. There you go. Mm-hmm. Put in a good word for me. Yeah, no. <laughs> when I meet from with the ABC brass <laughs> later this week yeah, in our totally. weekly meeting, <laughs> God, they'll probably hear this now. 
<laughs> Disney's <laughs> gonna, you're, you're done. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. People want to follow you online on Twitter or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, at Jake McDormand on Twitter and cool. Vine, and then uh, at Jake underscore McDormand on Instagram. Cool. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Thank you, Jake, for coming on and uh, chatting with us for a bit. I'm sure we'll do more after we turn the uh, recorder (laughs) off and people yell at us. But uh, for the rest of you guys, tune in. This is Marvel, your universe.